the NOAA Ocean Podcast. I'm Troy Kitch. This is the second part of our virtual journey to the South Pacific. We're talking with Hideo Hattori, site liaison for the NOAA Coral Reef Conservation and Coastal Zone Management Programs in American Samoa. In the first part of our conversation in episode 21 of the podcast, we talked about the many ways that American Samoa is a really special place, really unlike anywhere else in the U.S., In this episode, we're going to focus on Hideo's work with conserving the bountiful corals that surround the islands of this remote archipelago. NOAA invests in many projects in American Samoa to help conserve and protect corals. One project is aimed at reducing an overpopulation of crown of thorn starfish that eat the stony corals that form the reef's limestone foundation. Another ongoing effort is working to reduce the sources of land-based pollution that can harm the corals. NOAA also works with American Samoans to manage fisheries, and many projects focus on addressing the impacts of climate change, things like sea level rise. But Hideo said that it's important to know that the reefs around American Samoa are relatively healthy compared to other regions that have corals around the U.S. We have fairly resilient coral reefs in American Samoa. For example, on the airport pools in Tutuila and coral reef flat in Ofu, There have been numerous studies where they are trying to better understand why the coral reefs in these reef flats are more resilient. These corals, they bleach on an annual basis, but they also recover on an annual basis. So this provides an interesting platform for research to try and better understand what makes these corals resilient. But that's not to say that the corals around American Samoa aren't facing many challenges and many of those challenges are closely tied to the humans who live near the reefs. He said this is why conserving corals and managing the island's coastal zone go hand in hand. I think coral reef conservation and coastal resource management are all intertwined, especially on an island community. Everything from the very top of our mountains to three miles out is considered the coastal zone. So in coral reef conservation, of course, that includes the near shore or reef environment. And in coral reef conservation, we consider land uses, the way that human activities impact coral reefs. Hideo said that one of the major stressors on American Samoa, and really for corals anywhere near shorelines, are sources of pollution that come from the land and then flow to the sea. Land-based sources of pollution like sediments, contaminants from farming like pesticides, herbicides, nutrients, fertilizers, even oils from our car, all of that ends up in our streams, in our environment, and eventually into the ocean and our coastal environment. And finding ways to lessen these pollution sources is a big way to help the corals. He gave an example of a project he's working on to reduce runoff in the Fangalu watershed on the island. Fangalu was designated as a priority watershed for coral reef conservation because of the smaller scale of the watershed where we felt that we can really make a change. The coral reef also has biological significance. It's home to threatened or endangered species like sea turtles. The reef is also a resource for the community. The community practices artisanal or subsistence fishing on the reef. And also the community was highly involved in coral reef conservation. 
We worked with the community to identify primary threats to their reef. They also created a vision for their reefs as far as where they see their reefs in the future and develop steps in how we could get there together. One of the major threats that they found affecting their reefs was sediment pollution. And the main source of all this sediment was from a quarry in the watershed. On rainy days, it was pretty common to see this plume of sediments on the reef, a brown, mucky cloud of water. So to fix this, Hideo said they worked with the quarry to install erosion and sediment control measures to reduce the amount of sediment spilling out into the environment. Currently, we're in the phase of monitoring coral reef health. Now that we've decreased the amount of sediments entering the environment, we want to be able to document, hopefully, an increase of coral reef health and coral cover over the next, say, three to five years. And he said healthier coral reefs around the island isn't just good for its own sake. Aside from the dependence people on the island have on maintaining a healthy fishery on the reefs for food, the reefs also play an important role when it comes to sea level rise and protecting the shore from coastal storms. If coral reefs weren't there, we would see devastating shoreline erosion. All of the population essentially lives on this ring of flat land that surrounds the shoreline of American Samoa. Only about 30% of American Samoa's land is habitable because of the fact that the volcanic topography creates steep slopes where the mountains are impenetrable and very difficult to develop. And this creates an increased population density and increased human-induced stresses on coastal ecosystems. So corals are much more than just pretty to look at. While they're providing food, habitat, and shelter for countless marine animals, they're also providing many critical services for humans. At the end of our talk, I asked Hideo what he felt was the toughest part of his job. He said it can sometimes be hard because it seems like every day there's a headline about the decline of our world's coral reefs or about how corals are dying at an alarming rate. But I would say the positive is that through the hard work of countless scientists, managers, community members, and educators, we're winning battles. And American Samoa still has some of the highest coral cover in the United States. So we have some of the healthiest coral reefs in the United States. And that's promising. There is also a new promise in the restoration of coral reefs. We're now working across the United States coral reef jurisdiction to share successes, challenges, and techniques for planting coral reefs along reefs that need our help. So it's not all negative, and as long as there is a coral reef, we should find purpose knowing that our work is ever more important because coral reefs and the communities that rely on them need us more than ever. That was Hideo Hattori. Site Liaison for the NOAA Coral Reef Conservation Program and Coastal Zone Management Program in American Samoa. We hope you enjoyed our two-part special with Hideo. Again, if you missed the first half, it's episode 21. This is the NOAA Ocean Podcast. Head to our website at oceanservice.noaa.gov for show notes for this episode and to see all our other podcast episodes. And don't forget to subscribe to us in your podcatcher of choice and leave us a review on iTunes. It really helps us reach more listeners. Until next time.